Hello, this is Darren. And this is Paige. And this is Where's, Where's the, the lemonade? lemonade? Where we talk about what happens when life throws you lemons. Make some lemonade? Uh, maybe. Some weeks it's lemon squares. Yeah, some weeks it's just lemons. Yeah. <laughs> On today's episode, we're going to talk about Disneyland Dad Syndrome. Get your Mickey ears. It's a small world after all. So why are we doing Disneyland ads? Because we miss Disneyland. We, <laughs> we of, haven't been in a we, long time. We're thinking about Disneyland. <laughs> no, we um uh we've been reading a lot about um, parents that are frustrated with the other parent because the one parent is primarily the responsible person getting homework and chores and things like that done, and the other parent, um, typically it's the dad, right? I mean, it is that does all the chores and but, homework. Uh huh. And- no. Typically, it's the dad that uh, just ends up being the fun parent. That's not always. But well, all right. So let's make this equal. It's not really just Disneyland dad. It's Disneyland parent. Let's uh-huh. be politically correct. Yes. But that's not what it says in legal documents. What's it say? I mean, there is a legal definition for Disneyland dad. There is. Yeah. And basically, it says that it's a parent who's indulging their child and lack of discipline. <laughs> All the things you would think about. So let's first define what is a Disneyland dad. So the legal definition says something like those that are only having fun with the when they're with the kids. There are no rules or responsibilities mm-hmm. or discipline and overindulgence with gifts and trips to Disneyland. Right. Well, at least COVID has put an end to that. Yeah. <laughs> There's so what what do you do if you're a Disneyland dad and you have no place to go? You have to go to Disney World. You have to become a Disney World dad. Yeah, because Disney World's still open? Yep. I guess it is, yeah. It is. Yeah, the Florida governor's much nicer than the California one, I guess. I guess so. So, but, I mean, the Disneyland dad, it's a real thing, and we, we've we seen it uh, with some families that we know. Yeah. And, um, you know, maybe, maybe we're part of that, too, sometimes. I don't know. Yeah. We'll find out today. How do you become a Disneyland parent? I've been wanting to know this. How do you become a Disneyland how dad? How do you become a Disneyland dad? Do you buy annual passes? Is that how you do it? You get the Mickey ears? The Yep, that's how you do it. <laughs> that's how you do it. That's it? That's, that's it. <laughs> that's it. So we actually did some digging, and we found some articles on Disneyland dad, both be- why you become a Disneyland dad as well as dealing with Disneyland dads. So let's talk about why you become one first. There were two categories, right? Yep. There was intentional and then really not intentional, just kind of a... It just happened. ...matter of circumstance. Yeah, happenstance. So let's talk about the intentional one first because it surprised me that they said that the intentional one was very rare. Yes, it is very rare. So intentional is there to deliberately overindulge your kids for a purpose. The purpose of? Spoiling them. No. (laughs) Then we are most definitely Disneyland parents because we spoil our children. No, the intention of digging at your ex. Getting a dig in. Yeah, undermining their parenting. Undermining, yes, undermining, yeah. Yeah, that's what what basically what it is. And yeah, they said that that is actually pretty rare. Which surprised me. 
Oh, that just seems so exhausting. Well, I don't know. I've been to keep reading it up, to keep it up. Yeah, but I've been reading a lot on the blended families groups, mm-hmm. and you would think that every Disneyland dad out there is doing it just to stick it to the mom, because there's a lot of complaining out there yeah. about that, and they feel like it's an attack on them directly. But that was surprising when we read the article. It says, no, that's not the case. That's not typically the case. Yeah. So maybe it's just people that are thinking way too much about themselves, and they're thinking that their their ex is thinking way too much about them, right? Yeah, pro- probably. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Get over yourself. Your ex isn't thinking about you that much. But unintentional. Um, I can totally is- see how the unintentional thing comes about. Can't you? Oh, yeah, especially after we did some reading and go, oh, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Totally get how this comes about. Now, it typically happens with parents that only have the kids a limited amount of time, not 50-50, but like 25-75 or every other weekend and one night a week where you're only seeing your kids a very limited amount of time. Right. That time becomes very precious time. Well, and if you're only seeing your kids every other weekend, what do we do on the weekend? Party, party. Yeah, I mean, we might do a couple hours of chores, and then we do something fun. And so when we you're go only... on a hike, we go to an amusement park. Yeah, I mean, go out to lunch, you know, whatever. But if, and if you're only seeing your kids on the weekend, there is no homework. Right. I mean, so I can see how this would be so easy to unintentionally get labeled a Disneyland parent because you're. I mean, what are you going to do? Okay. I know you guys just got here Saturday morning or Friday night. Let's go over your homework for the week. I'm like, like it doesn't make any sense. All so. no, because you're only there during the downtimes that the kids have. Right, right. So you want that to be fun and relaxing and things like that. So this unintentional thing happens, and it's I think it's actually part partly the court's fault as well, because the court labels it visitation. Yeah, the article said that, that when you're not the custodial parent, custodial parent means the person who has the majority of the custody, typically. Um, And so then the other parent is labeled non-custodial, and you have visitation. Yeah, so when someone comes to visit you at your house, do you sit down with them and go, let's talk about the chores you're going to do? Right. No, you don't. It's, hey, you're here, let's have fun, let's stay up late, let's get some ice cream, um. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm. We're not excusing Disneyland dads. No, we're not excusing it. But I can see how it's an easy trap to fall into. Well, and and that visitation and also the frequency. If you're seeing your kids only four times a month, right? You want those to be memorable times. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You don't want to sit down and go. Okay. I know you just got here, but let's go. You know, mop the floors or mow the lawn. You want to go do something that the kids are going to go back to the other parent and go, oh, that was so much fun. And then the other parent's like. <laughs> All right. So how do I avoid if I have limited time yep. with my kids? And luckily I don't. I have 50-50, which has been great um, for the last nine, ten years. Yep. Right. Um, and my heart really goes out to those fathers that are only seeing their kids a very limited amount of time. I, well, when we first got married, you only had the kids, I think it was 65-35 or 70-30. Yeah, some weird. We had some weird schedule. It was so weird. It was the weirdest so schedule. The best thing we did was do a two two five five. Yes. And yeah, it was, stuck it was it. bizarre. But because you worked, you I mean, you were the provider, right, in your oh, previous yeah, for, relationship. Yeah. And... 
and in this relationship too, you're the provider. <laughs> Thank you very much for that, by the way. I don't know, daisyblossom.com, where you can buy your- Daisy Blossom Creations. Creations, sorry, daisyblossomcreations.com. That's Paige's business, so you can always- for all your house decor and holiday needs. Especially <laughs> Disney countdown blocks. Oh yes, that's actually a big seller that we, that we have. So, okay, um, back, to, back to this. So how do I avoid being a Disneyland dad? You avoid it. Um, so it was saying that a fact of, right, whatever the schedule is, that's a fact, right? So like if you have the kids every other weekend, you can't control that. So you have to look at your circumstance. So, okay, I've got the kids every other weekend. I don't have them to do, I'm not going to be doing homework with them. So, but you can still have a routine, right? Because a Disneyland dad typically just doesn't have a routine. Yeah, it's like, what do you guys want to do? We're going yes. to Disneyland. So have a routine. Right. So I like that. Have a routine. Also recognize that thing, situations are different between you and your ex-spouse. Right. Um, that goes both ways. Yes. Right. I only have the kids on the weekends. I'm not going to sit and do homework with them on the weekends. Right. That's their downtime. We're going to go do something fun. Right. That's just how it is. But I like how you said be consistent. Yeah. Be consistent. Have a routine. And yeah, because kids thrive on consistency and i know sometimes we think they don't they do they need that they may even complain about it but they they like it and be involved all right so what does that mean it means to me it means being present and putting down your phone um if you're in the car maybe instead of singing along to the music the whole time maybe you you talk you listen um or maybe you sing with your kids yeah you do that too Yep. Um, you ask them questions, but don't interrogate them. If kids feel like you're interrogating them, they're not going to answer you. I also think being involved means going to soccer games, even when it's not your time. Absolutely. There was a big, huge, long thread I was reading where, you know, there was a fight between the stepmom and the mom. The stepmom wasn't allowed to come to soccer games. I, I was like, holy cow, why are you withholding love from a kid? Right. They're so, just there to show support. Right. So if even if it's not your time and the kids are in an event, music, swim, sports, whatever it yep. is, be there. Yes. Be even involved. if it's awkward and uncomfortable because your ex is there too, suck it up, go and be there for sure. Right. Um, also, encourage responsibility. I like this one. Yes. Encourage. So what does that mean? When they come to your house, there they are have some responsibilities at your yeah. house. I'm you know, maybe they have to keep their room clean. Maybe they haven't been there for two weeks. Maybe you have a project for them to do, a small little chore that you're there to teach them. You're there to help them. Right. Um, yeah, I like that. Learn new things. Instead of just all play, you are right. you need to implant being a dad on right. them. Right. Well, so, and I like that. I mean, it's kind of things like when you do a project around the house, you try and get the the kids involved. And maybe it's just something like that. Hey, I'm building this little thing. You know, help me with this. Um, and I think the kids, they love it. Okay, we talked about being a, a Disneyland dad, things to watch out for, not slip into, and, and how to be more, becoming even a better father, father than just, you know, having fun all the time. Let's talk about the other side of the, the coin because it can be tough if you're the one dealing with a Disneyland dad. Or Disneyland parent. 
Sorry, parent. I got to be politically correct. Well, no, I'm just saying because even though they said that most of the time it is a dad in this situation, but I feel like in today's society, it's going to increasingly maybe become, you know, the mom too. Yeah, you're right. That's true. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, dealing with a Disneyland dad, how do we deal with it? I think it would actually be really hard to constantly deal with. Oh, you guys went skiing this weekend, and I can barely afford to put food on the table. Yeah, that would be really hard. So one of the first things that it says is connect with your kids. Quality time, which we kind of already mentioned in the last segment. Quality time is so important. We actually just took uh, our whole family, just did the love language quiz. Yeah, that was fun. And all of our kids, their their first love language is quality time. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was quality time, which was yep. very eye-opening for yes, us. Yes, they want your attention. And going to Disneyland, is that getting your attention? I mean, I guess that is your, your getting attention. Or if you're going to a store and buying them gobs of presents, it's kind of an empty. Um, yeah, you're not really connecting. Yeah, an empty connection. But and, and another thing that I liked what it said in this article is you need to, as the parent that's not the Disneyland parent, the one that's on the other side of that, Focus on your relationship with your children, not the relationship the children is having with the other parent. That probably is really hard sometimes. Yeah. Like, oh, you they come they come back to your house and they're all they're talking about is how much fun they had and blah blah blah. And you're just like your blood is boiling, right? Because you're just like no. So what's the best thing to do when your kids come home all jazzed and excited? The best thing to do is be jazzed and excited with them. Yeah, because if you don't, what happens? They're not going to tell you. Yeah, they won't tell you anything yeah. anymore. Eh, nothing. So be jazzed. And ex- and if it's, I mean, fake it, people. Fake it. And ask, did you really like going on the Dumbo ride? Or, hey, how was Space Mountain? Ask things that show that you care about right. them so that they're willing to open up to you about their feelings and about how they're dealing with, you know, this. Right. I've got to be split my time between mom and dad because – this is not their fault. Right. This is your and your ex-spouse's fault. Well, I like what you said to ask specific questions because a lot of times, I know with our kids, they don't um, readily tell us things that they did at their uh, other parent's house because they feel like it's, it is like rubbing salt in the room. Like, oh, hi, guess what we did this weekend? Blah, blah. And so sometimes we do have to pull it out of them just a little bit because they don't want to seem like they're you know rubbing it in. They're trying to be respectful. Yeah, so you need to show them that it's safe to talk about. Exactly. Because ultimately, isn't your goal to to have your kids be happy? Yep. I mean, that's your ultimate goal, right? Yeah, it should be. Definitely should be. So, which goes on to the next thing? Let it go. Let it go. Do not get stuck in your frustration and anger at the Disneyland parents. Let it go and just go. Hey, that's okay. We're gonna make cookies tonight. And you know what? They may remember the cookie making more than they remember. Or let's read a book. Yeah. Yeah. So let it go. Don't get stuck in your frustration because that's going to affect your relationship with your child. They will feel that frustration. They will feel that anger that you have. Well, and and you have to realize they just went and had fun and they come home and you're grumpy about it. Right. So what message are you sending them? The message you're sending them is you're not allowed to have fun. And definitely don't tell me about it if you do. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's here's probably the top one. This is not a competition between you and your ex-spouse. And sometimes that's that's hard 
the first couple of years, I think, that you're divorced. <laughs> yeah, we, oh, yeah. We learned the hard, we learned the expensive way. <laughs> oh, and you will, if you have not listened to a lot of our episodes, look back to our episodes, and we have one that says competing with your ex. It's all about how you should not compete with your ex. That is not the right thing to do. That's not the right thing to do, but it's an easy trap to fall into. It is. It's absolutely like, oh, we're going to, you know, we're going to buy our kids all these gifts and, oh, we're going to take them on these trips and have it be because you really want to go on those trips, not because you're trying to one up. we talk about the pumpkin patch? Instantly. No, we've already talked about it before. <laughs> Let's not talk about it. You'll have to listen to all of our episodes to find which one we talked about. The pumpkin patch, that was hilarious. Uh, Now that it's been eight years, we can look back on it that way. Um, Just remember, if you compete with your ex-spouse, you lose and the kids lose. Yeah, because they can feel it. They feel it. And then they can absolutely feel it. When you come home and and you're like, oh, you know, you went to a pumpkin patch. Which one? We're going to go to a better pumpkin patch. I mean, the kids are not dumb. They are very smart. They are. They're very in tune to everything going on. And they know that there's, you know, something going on. Yeah, absolutely. All right. uh, The next one, it says, and you mentioned this, be in tune, be present. Be present. And you're brilliant at this. I have a harder time with this. I try really hard. If the kids start to talk to me, the phone goes down. And they talk to her about things that. I know she doesn't know. Of course. I don't know about Pokemon. I don't know about D&D. I don't know. But I just go, yeah, I mean, I want them to be able to share with me because it's important to them. Just like that love language. They want that quality time. They want to be able to right. share and, things. And I don't, right? I just recognize I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't really don't care. And I've been working hard on it. Yes. I, I hit you. I pinch you. I poke you. She's a good, she's a good helper. I am a good helper. I'm glad that you see it that way. <laughs> That's how I'm seeing it today. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Maybe not in the moment sometimes, yeah. but. <laughs> but. I'm just like, you know, because the kid will be, t- someone will be talking to us and you're on your phone going, uh-huh, uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 heck yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. They feel it. Yeah, absolutely. They, they do. feel it. So, yes, be present. Be present. All right, here's another hard one. Don't say negative things about your co-parent. Now, this is not just in front of the kids. This is really tough because whether you believe it or not, if you're saying something negative to somebody else about your ex-spouse, your kids will hear about it. Yes, but and, and I feel like it's even more insidious than that. It's, it's these little tiny things that we don't. We're like, we. I didn't talk bad about my spouse, but just making a little tiny comment like, "Well, that must have been hard," or, or to you know, just these little tiny comments. They pick up on them. Yes, they do. They pick up on them. Yeah, and that that can really damage your relationship with your with your own kids. Yes, that's putting them in the middle. It it really is smack dab. So yeah, and it's hard. It's hard because even though you think you're not saying, you're like, I didn't say anything negative, but just yeah, that little. Just because Johnny hadn't brushed his teeth in five days, right? And so you you right? know make some or comment changed like his underwear. I saw yeah. that on one of the plane. Yes, and so you make some comment like, well, you know, obviously there's no parenting going on at the other house, or or obviously there's no you know. No one's paying attention. You know, just little things like that. You're like, but I didn't say anything specific. They're they're aware. Yeah, it's it's your attitude and and the emotion that you bring to yeah. it. So catch yourself. Yep, catch, catch yourself. yourself. All right. Next, and probably one of the most important, have fun with your kids. Absolutely. Go on obstacle courses at the playground. You can do that. 
Uh, we've done scavenger hunts at Ikea, sorry, Ikea, um, or Walmart or a mall. We've, we've invented things to have fun. Yes, and sometimes you have to do that, right? Especially yeah. during COVID, you've got to be a little more inventive because there's not a whole lot going on. And one of our, our most memorable things that the kids always remember is Valentine's Day dinner. Yep, the Valentine's Day auction, which will be happening this weekend with We've never had this many kids in the auction I know. Before. I imagine there will be crying. With our older kids? Uh, maybe. Jacob, <laughs> Jacob, one of our older kids, um, the first time we had the auction, his goal was to make the little three kids cry. And he got success with one of them. He got, yes. Yeah. When he bid up a peanut butter and jelly sandwich to $900. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a, a really With Sam rough... thinking that was the only thing he was going to like, the whole auction. And Jacob <laughs> had to outbid him. And I would be like, Jacob, really? And uh, Jacob has plans for our granddaughters on the same thing this time. Yeah. So we'll see. He's going to outbid the unicorn pudding. Great. Yep, he will. Awesome. <laughs> but the last thing is have confidence in your parenting. Don't compare yourself to your other, to the, your ex. Don't compare. And that's yeah, really hard that's to do. It's really hard. But you got to always be thinking about it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Have confidence in your parenting. Have confidence in the relationship you have with your kids. And focus on just that relationship. Yep. Not the relationship that your child is having with your ex. Don't focus. That's out of your control. Yeah, you're right. That out is. of your control. So focus on what you have control of. Right. But whether your ex is a Disney, an involved Disneyland dad or maybe not involved at right. all, there's nothing that you can do about that nope. uh, relationship. Nope. I mean, the courts don't care. You can't go to the court and go, but he's having fun with them every other weekend. Okay. <laughs> uh, be prepared to pay your lawyer a lot of money. In that and their case. lawyer. And their lawyer too, yeah. yep. So, you, yeah. Just... Okay, our Lemonade Moment of the Week has to do with something happening in Folsom, California called pinhole leaks yes so we thought we had a pinhole leak in our pipe i didn't think we did yeah you never thought we'd we we both didn't think we did but then the plumber came and told or not the plumber the leak detection the leak detection company came and said yeah you do without even taking the wall apart like he just looked at the floor which there's some damage and said oh it's a pinhole leak and i'm like you haven't even opened the wall up so we lucked out and it's not a pinhole leak it was a nail from the baseboards that went into a copper pipe 30 years ago. Yep, and it's just been a and tiny little slow leak. And it's just a tiny leak. slow leak, and it, the nail rusted enough where it just leaked just a little bit. If it was a pinhole leak, there'd be water all over the place. So we lucked out with that. We did, because if it was a pinhole leak, then we'd wonder how many other pipes in our house are going to get these leaks, because there's a lot of houses in Folsom right now that are that have this, that have weird, this thing. weird pipe damage. So okay. that's why you can see, if you're watching the video, the wall over here is somewhat taken apart because uh, they, they had to tear up a small portion of the wall. So the good news is no pinhole leak. No pinhole leak. If you like today's episode, give us five stars on iTunes, Spotify, Google. And head to Facebook and like us. And check out our blog at wheresthelemonade.org. Where you can leave questions and comments. And, but most of all, go out and make some lemonade. You betcha, baby. Yeah.